Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chatting with the Rivals. Following Ryan Walters hiring at Purdue, we are joined by Orange and Blue News' Doug Boschen uh, to talk a little bit about Ryan Walters and what he expects at Purdue. Yeah, Ryan Walters, a really big part of the Illinois season this year as a defensive coordinator. You know, um, they were a very aggressive defense. They got a lot of personal uh, accolades, you know, individual accolades after the season, especially Devin Witherspoon and the cornerback and defensive tackle, uh, uh, Johnny Newton, two two outstanding players. And, and uh, you know, player development is another big piece for Ryan Walters. Uh, some some guys that were – whose careers were kind of languishing, um, he put them in the position to succeed. You know, he had Kirby Joseph, a safety uh, drafted in the third round by the Detroit Lions after spending most of his career at Illinois playing wide receiver and not getting a lot of playing time. So he's – He's a very popular coach with the players, has a really a dynamic personality, and you, you may have seen that already uh, over there when he was introduced at Purdue. Uh, I think the fans are really going to like him. I, they probably don't know a lot about him yet, so there, I'm sure there's a lot of uh, uh, Twitter buzz and social media buzz about him and the hire. But uh, once they get to know him, they're going to love him. He's he's a straightforward guy, a straight shooter who's going to answer your questions uh, honestly, in the press conferences, and uh, a guy who is kind of a defensive savant, he 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 really knows how to put players in position to succeed. Always seems to make the right call uh, during during games when it comes to coverages and blitz packages. Uh, so, a really good young mind and a, a really good hire for Purdue. Yeah, there was a lot of talk on social media. Uh, people weren't too happy because it's not the quote-unquote sexy hire, I guess, uh, being a defensive-minded coach. Not having the maybe the national recognition um, in terms of uh, the media and, and people outside of the college football world that really know what they're talking about. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I noticed the same thing that you just mentioned. Uh, he just knows how to take over a room, and he's he always feels super authentic and – Say what you want about Jeff Brom. I mean, he succeeded at Purdue, obviously, but it never felt like he he had those same characteristics. I know you you probably hadn't had talked to Brom <laughs> as much as I had in the last uh, in the last few years, but it's just like a breath of fresh air. And that's weird to say coming off a coach that leaves after leading you to the Big Ten championship game. Yeah, I did have some interaction with Jeff Brom when he was a coach here at Illinois. Oh you know, yeah, quarterbacks yeah. coach. Mm-hmm. Very bright guy and known for his offense. Obviously, a really a dynamic uh, offense. The you know the um, the the vertical passing game, and so that's going to be a big adjustment, I think, for Purdue fans going from an offensive-minded coach like Jeff Brom, who who brought in the air raid offense, which has a long history at, at mm-hmm. Purdue with pass coaches. Also, and, uh, it is going to be a big adjustment for him. A key for Ryan is going to be who he hires as the offensive coordinator. I don't know if you've heard any buzz along those lines, but he will need to have a, uh, an experienced guy uh, to come in and, and run the offense and call the plays. And um, and uh, hopefully for Purdue fans, they get another guy who runs the air raid. That's what they love over there. And <laughs> it's it's been good to them. And, um, but that that's going to be a really big uh, key hire for uh, Ryan Walters. Yeah, he he never he didn't mention any names, but he did say in his press conference today that he has some guys that he's had an eye on for quite some time. So I would anticipate um, that position getting filled fairly soon. Um, 
but yeah, it, it would be weird if if Purdue didn't go with the air raid, uh, if they didn't get an air raid guy. But uh, I th- I th- I think Ryan Walters, he talked a bit a little bit about it at the press conference again today. He's not kind of I don't get the sense that he's set in his ways because he talked a lot about it. And I know he mentioned this when he was hired at Illinois. He's gonna adapt his defense to the players that he has. He's not going to be stuck in his ways to where if cornerbacks can't play man as well, he's not going to put them in man situations that much. Um, is that something that you had noticed after watching him the last two years? Definitely, but I think he's what he's more likely to do is if he doesn't if he doesn't have a player that can play that style of defense, he's going to find one that's on on the roster or go mm-hmm. out and recruit one. You know, and they he did he found those guys. You know, he like I said, he took Kirby Joseph off from the offense, mm-hmm. playing wide receiver, made him a safety. Or and with with the entire field in front of Kirby, he's a guy who whose athleticism and quick twitch was perfect for the position. Uh, Devin Weatherspoon, All American corner, had those skills already, and and uh, he knew what he could do with them. He knew he could play press man coverage. He also knew that uh, he'd get pass rush up front with with uh, Johnny Newton and, and uh, Keith Randolph, two really good D tackles. So that's a big piece of it. He's, I, I think you're right. He's not going to put corners on an Island out there if they're not capable uh, of playing man to man defense, press coverage defense. So he will, he will definitely um, um, change according to the skill sets that he has. He's, and he's done that when, you know, he hasn't always ran this, this particular defense this mm. aggressive defense with the press coverage. In fact, it, it was something that he and Brett Belima kind of set down when Belima was first hired and, and built the, the defense from scratch. So he can coach various styles, various types of defenses. He's very smart, you know, and, and he, uh, he knows that he can't put, uh, you know, square pegs into round holes. And I don't think he's going to try to do that. Now, do you know what his responsibilities were in terms of the recruitment of players? Was he like the lead guy uh, for all defensive players? He was involved with them, and he would and he would speak with them. And him and Coach Bielema were closers, but uh, specifically he co- he recruited safeties. Yeah. Uh, he was in addition to the defensive coordinator, he was the, the safeties coach, and he recruited those guys. He he was not a tremendously on hand uh, on on hands uh, type of recruiter. Uh, the rest of the defensive staff did most of that recruiting, but uh, you can tell by his personality that he he's a guy that is going to do really well when he sits down in the living room, uh, uh, you know, of a prospect prospects uh, house. And uh, he's going to, he's going to know how to talk to the kids, know how to talk to the parents, know how to talk to the high school coaches. And I think he'll be a really good recruiter for Purdue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, just, I, I'm, I'm sure you saw that clip, the first team meeting, he gets up there and he wins over the room by giving Devin Mockaby a scholarship. Like one of the first things he does after becoming the head man, just, those types of things are going to go a long way with the locker room in terms of keeping guys. Um, obviously, you're not winning football games right now, um, but, I mean, he's he's checking all the boxes so far. Going off that point of, of keeping guys around, have you heard any buzz of any recruits that are teetering on decommitting and possibly following Walters or any guys on that Illinois defense? No, not really. I think, uh, you know, Coach Bielma has, has known – that Ryan Walters was going to be on the short list for a head coaching job at several mm-hmm. different places. And I think they prepared for that. And he got, 
Bielma got uh, involved in calling kids and talking to them about what might be happening. And I think, I don't think it, it hit him by surprise. They knew that he was head coaching material and he wasn't going to be stick around champagne for the rest of his life. So, um, and we talked to all of the defensive recruits, um, one or two are still kind of trying to figure things out, but uh, the, the rest of them are, are planning to sign on December 21st with Illinois. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the same, same, uh, same thing as Purdue. A, a lot of their guys, they're staying committed. I know they have four or five uh, D commitments. Two of them were are from Kentucky and, end up following Jeff Brown to Louisville. So that's not a huge surprise. And um, the other two are, are, are running back. So um, it's, that's just the nature of the beast, but uh, we, we will see if, if, um, if Walters can bring in any Illinois guys, I know that that might not be uh sounding too good for you guys, but uh, uh, we'll have to see. Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty late in the game, right? The national mm-hmm. signing day is just one week from today. And I, I think, most of the kids, you'll see some late flips. We, you always do, but I think most of the kids are and their families are locked in, have been locked in for several months, and and uh, making the change this this late in the game is definitely a major life decision if they do decide to flip. Um, you know, there's one kid, Antoine Hayden, linebacker from East St. Louis, who has been kind of a soft verbal for Illinois for a while now, and he just got a, a bump to four stars, but. Uh, and he's a candidate to flip, but I, I don't. I think if he does flip, I don't think it's going to be to Purdue. I think he's got some SEC schools involved with him now, and, and some others. And and uh, Illinois is still recruiting him right now and making mm-hmm. sure that he's solid for signing day. But I don't think he's a kid that's going to follow Ryan Walters. And I'm sure you you've spoken with Brett Bielema countless times. Uh, what did he say about Ryan Walters and just what he meant to Illinois as a program? Well, it's pretty obvious, right? I mean, mm-hmm. their defense carried him this year. They, they had the number two overall defense in the country. He he sung he sung the praises of Ryan Walters, and you know every time he talked about him and had a statement in the media yesterday about how much he meant to the program. And um, one thing about Coach Bielema, he does groom guys to become head coaches, um, and he did that with Ryan Walters. And um, I think he's he's disappointed to see him go. Uh, he thought maybe they'd get another year out of him and they did extend his contract and give him a big raise. And he he was going to be one of the highest paid defensive coordinators in the big 10, actually in the country, you know, making over a million a year. So uh, disappointed to see him go, but, but um, always talks about uh, what Ryan meant to the team and how good of a job he did. Now talk a little bit about, I know we're, we're going to hop off here soon, but Talk a little bit about the transition of the defense um, from the year before he got there to obviously this year, like you mentioned, being the number two overall defense in the country. Well, it was it was striking. I mean, the, some of these same players were recruited by and developed by Lovey Smith and his and his staff. And um, when Bielema and Walters came in, uh, they they switched to a three four defense from a four from the four three, uh, and they started moving guys around and they. They just always seem to make the right call on, on putting a kid in a position where he where he can succeed mm-hmm. and excel at his position. You know whether it's moving a a down lineman on defense to a stand up outside linebacker or like moving a guy from wide receiver to corner or to safety, uh, or just this one simple thing like moving a corner from field side 
to uh, the boundary side corner, uh, things like that. And, uh, and they became a lot more aggressive. You know, if you watch them on film, they played, they played man coverage. Uh, they didn't blitz a ton, but when they did blitz, it was more effective. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a lot. They did some zone blitzing. The line, linebackers uh, would would blitz. Um, it, it was just a, a overall just a more aggressive approach on defense. Whereas Lovey Smith was more a, a bend but don't break with the with the cover two that he played in, in four three defense. And I think fans were a little sick of watching the Tampa two defense because it seemed, it really does seem to be an antiquated defense and not too many teams run anymore. And and they made that big change to the three, four, and it, it just snowballed from there. And they, they developed the players. They made, they made really good game day decisions and, and you saw the product on the field this year. Mm-hmm. And then last thing here, before I let you go, what can Purdue fans and, and players and coaches and staff, what can they expect out of Ryan Walters? You can expect him to be honest um, and a straight shooter. You know, he, he is one of the few coaches um, that I've covered in my 12 years covering college football that he, he will give you a direct answer to every question. And uh, unless it's something like giving away game day secrets mm-hmm. or a scouting report or something like that. But, you know, you ask him about a player, you ask him about decisions on the field. He's, he's going to give you the, the straight dope and be honest and open about it. You're going to see a guy who off the field is laid back and cool and, and low key. And then, uh, he from Clark Candy becomes Superman on the field. He's a he's a motivator, a go getter on the field. And so, big difference in his personality on and off the field. But but you're going to see a guy who's level headed, who, who's honest, who makes good decisions. And like I said, I think the fans once once they get to know him, uh, they're they're really going to like Ryan a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, Doug, uh, I can't thank you thank you enough for for joining us here everybody go check out orange and blue news part of the rivals network of course along with boiler upload sounds good thanks for having me